Since we come to the end of the day, now it is the time for our Dhamma talk, listening to the Dhamma. According to the series of talk, tonight our topic is Samma Vayama, that is right effort, right effort. The Buddha said, Appamad rato bhikkhu, pamade bayadasiva, sanyojanam anu tulam, dahang aggiva gachati. That is the topic. Appamad is effort, that is heedfulness. Appamad, uh, vayam, uh, virya, these are synonyms. In, in Pali. In English, we have different terms like heedfulness, uh, energy, perseverance, exertion. These different terms we can use uh, as synonyms to effort. So, Buddha said, Appamad Rato Bhikkhu. The Bhikkhu means the, whether he is the, the ordained one or the practitioner. The meditator, Appamadarato Bhikkhu, the practitioner, the meditator who delights in heedfulness, who delights in heedfulness, Pamade Bayadasiva, and he sees fear in heedlessness, Pamade Bayadasiva, he Sangyojanang Anu Tulang Dhang Aggiva Gachati. He burns all fetters, whatever, big or small. He, fetter, he burns all fetters because of his heedfulness and fear of heedlessness. He burns all fetters, whether big or small, just like fire burns all fetters, big or small. See, that is a beautiful one, beautiful stanza. Beautiful meaning. That is because of heedfulness. Effort, vayama, poviriya, effort. Effort is, in, in Buddhism, the Buddha taught from beginning to the end to practice effort, make arouse energy. Huh? Buddha said, Keep constant, make constant effort, 
constant energetic uh, earnest effort to achieve what you have not yet achieved. So in the teaching of the Buddha, effort is very important. Without effort you can gain nothing. You know the Buddha started his spiritual journey when he was in the palace as a prince. Without effort can he give up all these things, prince life? He started with effort, determination. With that he gave up he gave up he gave up all things. Worldly life. It is with that firm determination and effort and right understanding he went forth. He went from went forth as an ascetic. Then he went to meet different teachers like Alara Kalama, Uddhaka Ramaputta and them he made his effort to practice and he understood quickly he understood he developed all these jhanas under these two teachers and thereafter he went alone and when then he met these five ascetics who were practicing austerities austerity then that term itself means that effort you severe austerities severe austerities. He, he made effort to practice these austerities for six years. It was after that he himself understood that this is not the right path. Then he sat under the tree, under the Bodhi tree with a firm determination and made aroused energy. Aroused his energy and with striving, with diligence, he practiced. And it was because of that energy, that effort, he attained supreme enlightenment. So, all this with effort. After his enlightenment, one day, he met, a, he went to us. Uh, one certain demon's house. You know, the Buddha was Buddha not only for humans. Buddha was Buddha. Only one Buddha can be born. Only one Buddha can remain in the world at a time. Only one Buddha. No more, no many Buddhas. Only one Buddha at a time. So this Buddha becomes a Buddha to all, all beings, of course. Other beings, like uh, animals, they cannot understand anything. But humans, deities, devas, brahmas, maras, or uh, this, uh, like hungry ghost, and demons, preta, bhuta, these are different terms. So they can understand. There are some, they can understand them. Buddha talked with them. Buddha delivered some sermons. When the Buddha delivered sermons, they listened to these sermons. One day the Buddha visited a demon named Alavaka. 
when the buddha visited his place he was not at home there was a seat is a big is it the best seat in the uh, place so buddha sat on the seat that was the seat where he the demon sits <laughs> when he came buddha is on the seat he was furious <laughs> and he said get out shramana <laughs> then the buddha being so humble buddha went down then he said get in shramana <laughs> then buddha came in now he understood that now i i should do this further and he asked again get out shramana then the buddha went out and again he said come in get in come in then he came the buddha came in and then again he said get out then again said get in now three times fourth time for the fourth fourth time he said get out shramana then the buddha said no i don't go out if you can do anything do it now buddha said if if you can do it do it anything then he said well i asked a question if you don't answer the questions i will take you by your feet and throw you over the ganges the river throw you away over the river this demon said then the buddha said friends there is no person no one in the whole world whole universe to take to take me by my feet and throw me over the ganges if you would like you can ask any question then he he said he uh, in verse he, he said kinsu the vittam purisassa setta kinsu suchinno sukama vahati kinsu have sadutaram rasana katam jeevin jeevitam avasetta not only one question he asked four questions as a verse you know there are four lines so four lines are four questions he asked kinsu the vittam purisassa setta what is the best wealth for man tell me tell me what is the best wealth for man then the second question kinsu suchinno sukama vahati what is what gives happiness when collected when acquired when acquired what gives happiness kinsu suchinno sukama vahati then kinsu have sad tarang rasanam of all taste what is the best taste then khatan jeevin jeevitam ahusettam what is the best what is the best life best living those are the four questions so the buddha said saddhi davittam purisassa settam dhammo suchinno sukama vahati satcham have sadu taram rasanam panya jeevin jeevitam ahusetta saddhi davittam purisassa settam 
the best wealth for a man, man means not only man, man, woman, for humans. The best wealth for humans is Shraddha, confidence. Saddi devittam purisasa sitta. Dhamma suchinno sukama vahati. When collected, when, when acquired Dhamma, Dhamma here means ten kusala Dhamma. Ten kusala, ten wholesome, wholesome Dhamma, wholesome thing. When acquired wholesome things, then it gives happiness. Dhamma suchinno sukama vahati. Satcham have sadhutaram rasanam of all taste. The best is truth. The best taste is truth. Panya jivin jivitang ahusetang. The best living is the living with wisdom. Ah, then the Buddha answered this. Thereafter he asked again. Katansu tarati ogam. Katansu tarati annavam. Katansu dukkhaṁ achyeti, katansu parisujyati. He asks, Katansu tarati ogaṁ, tell me how one should cross over the flood. Katansu tarati ogaṁ. Katansu tarati annavaṁ, how one should cross the, the ocean, ocean of defilement. How, how should one cross over the ocean? Katansu tarati annava. Katansu dukkhaṁ achyeti. How should one cease dukkha, suffering? Katansu parisujyati. How should one become the purified one? Buddha answered. Saddhaya tarati ogam. It is through conviction, it is through confidence, one cross over the flood. Saddhaya tarati yogam. Appamadena annavam. It is with heedfulness. Ah, see, heedfulness. It is with heedfulness that one cross over the, uh, the ocean. And Virena dukkhaṁ achyeti. It is true virya. Virya is perseverance or energy. It is true energy that one uh, ceases, one ceases suffering. It is virya. So in this, this verse we find the two terms, uh, appamada and virya, which are synonyms with effect, uh, right, effect. Appamada virya. So virena dukkhaṁ achyeti. For the complete cessation of dukkha, one has to make effort. That is the meaning. And then panyaya parasuddhati, with wisdom one comes to the purified one. So this is how we have to understand. The Buddha, here the Buddha uh, told him, it is true to virya and to appavada, heedfulness and uh, energy or perseverance that one crosses over the flood. Another occasion.
Buddha visited the farmer. Visited the farmer. The farmer was ready to plow his paddy field with about uh, 500 pairs of uh, buffaloes. 500 pairs of buffaloes to plow the paddy field. Think of the size of the paddy field. Still there, in, when you go to India, you can see such such a vast area, paddy fields, rice field. 500 pairs, using 500 pairs means 500 plows, to use 500 plows. So he was ready and he was uh, preparing meal. By this time the Buddha went there. When the Buddha went there, he saw the Buddha is coming and then he thought that this Buddha now he's not like disabled. He's a young person, the Buddha is coming. So he thought that you know, I I will tell him something. And also he said Shramana Shramana means the, the monk, recluse. Aham ko samana Kasamicha, Vapamicha, Kasitvacha, Vapitvacha, Bunjami. Recluse. Now, I plow, I sow seed, and I eat. Tampisamana, Kasasutta, Vapasutta, Kasitvacha, Vapitvacha, Bunjasu. You better, you also better plow, sow seed, and then you, can, you better eat like that. That means you don't want to come here. Don't come here to collect. You don't come here to collect arms. You yourself can do that. That is how people normally, when the people see a young person, you why can't you earn? You better go and you yourself can do something and earn. That is how the people think. So, this person said this. Then the Buddha said, Ahankos Brahmana Kasamicha, Vapamicha, Kasitvacha, Vapitvacha, Bunja. Brahmana, addressing him, Buddha said, I also plow, I also sow seed. And having plowed, having uh, sown seed, I eat, Buddha said. Then the farmer says, this uh, uh, Brahmin, he says, You say that you are, you are plowing and you are sowing you eat, but we cannot see any plough, any any uh, uh, buffaloes or seed, anything we don't see. Then the Buddha said, Sadda Bijang. My seeds are Sadda. Confidence. Confidence is my seed. Sadda Bijang. Tapo Utti. The rain is my meditation. Buddha says, my meditation. Rain is my meditation. Tapo Utti. Panya me yuganangala. My plough and the yoke are my wisdom. Panya me yuganangala. Hiri Isa. My modesty is the uh, the pole. The pole of the plough. That is my uh, modesty is my pole. What is living? Siri Isa, Mano Yutta, my mind, my mind is the rope to which the, the plow is hooked to your. Mano Yutta, Sati me pala pachana, my, my, 
my uh, stick, goat, goat, that is stick. Stick is my mindfulness. This is my mindfulness is the stick, the goat. Satime palapachana. Then Buddha further said, Viryam me duradorai hang yoga ke madivahanam. This is the place, this is the point I want to emphasize. Virya, here the Buddha again used, Viryam me duradorai hang. Virya, my effort, my effort is the team of populos which throw this cloud. That is my effort. Effort is the team of populos. So, viryam me dura doraiham, dura doraiham, yoga kema divahanan. They, they take this to the yoga kema. Yoga kema is nibbana. They take this to nibbana. The yoga kema divahanan. Gachati anivartan. They, they go there continuously without stopping. Continuously. Gachati anivartantam yatta gantva nasochati. They are gone, no one sorrows. No suffering there. In this manner the Buddha explained their significance. Here is the virya. That is the point again I want to show you. That Buddha said, my virya. My virya is the uh, team of buffaloes to draw this cloud. This is how we have to understand different, uh, some occasions, the Buddha, how the Buddha uh, emphasized the word effort, virya, vayama, uh, um, appamada. And I see there is, in Sanskrit, there is a very nice, very nice, uh, uh, these are called sloka, stanza. It's a sloka, this is called sloka. According to this, Uddhyamenahi Siddhanti Karyani Na Mano Ratai Nahi Suktasya Singhasya Pravisanti Mukhe Murgah. This is Sanskrit, not Pali. Uddhyamenahi Siddhanti Uddhyamenahi That is again effort. Uddhyamenahi in Sanskrit, Uddhyamenahi is effort. Uddhyamenahi siddhyanti karyani na manuratai. One pandit, Sanskrit pandit says, the things happen, come to fruitful, not simply thinking, not simply thinking, but making an effort, it comes to fruitful. Things come to fruitful because of one's effort. Not by mere thinking. Uddhyamenahi siddhyanti karyani na manu ratai. He gives a simile. Nahi suptasya singhasya pravisanti muke muga. Even in the woods, the lion, though he sleeps, though he sleeps, if he is sleeping, the beast, other beasts, they don't come and jump into his mouth. While he is sleeping, he himself, the lion himself, has to make an effort to capture the, the beast. So the other beasts they don't go and jump into the mouth of the lion. That is the simile given. So 
you know this uh, satipatthana sutta we every day chant this uh, the gist of satipatthana where uh, the buddha taught us to maintain four four factors when while we were practicing we have to maintain four factors of the four the first one in satipatthana sutta the first one is atapi effort make effort atapi then the buddha said sampajano satyam vinaya loke abhijja domanasa so atapi means effort rouse energy make effort to practice to continue your meditation atapi in the dhammapada buddha has given many different uh, verses to make in, uh, energy to arouse effect buddha has given many there is one particular chapter that is called heedfulness appamada the name of the chapter is appamada heedfulness here the buddha says utthanavatu satimatu suchi kammasya nisammakarino sanyatasya ca dhamma jivino appamattasya yatho bhivadyati utthanavato who has energy arousing energy utthanavato satimato mindful who is mindful suchi kammasya who has pure deed nisammakarino who is considerate nisammakarno sanyatas whose senses are controlled dhamma jivino who leads righteous life such a person's glory such a person's fame ever increases appamattas yaso bhivadati his glory his fame ever increases another time buddha said uttanen appamaden sanyamen damen deepam kairata medhavi yang ogo nabikirati uttan again by sustained effort sustained effort uttanavat uttanen appamaden heedfulness sanyamen controlling discipline damenach controlling senses deepam kairata medhavi the wise persons wise persons make an island make an island which never uh, overwhelms by flood that island means for satipattham such a wise person he makes an island which never over flood by uh defilements of flood that is the flood flood of defilements when the buddha uh yeah after his enlightenment one year after buddha visited his father to see his father and relatives then the buddha visited him uh buddha when the buddha went there he uh, and the the 
family members, relatives, they, some of them did not want to respect the Buddha. However, the Buddha performed a miracle there, and after that the Buddha taught Dhamma. Then on that day, they all became happy, and they all uh, been, been sort of rejoiced, uh, elated by the teaching of the Buddha. They all went home. Nobody invited Buddha for Buddha and the other monks for dana. The following day meal, they did not know that, and they did not do that. Then the following day, the Buddha, together with his um, disciples, along the road, Buddha went from house to house again. Yasodhara, his former wife, she saw that Buddha. And the, the monks, they are coming from house to house, begging. Then she reported this to King Suddhodana. Then the Suddhodana came and said, My son, this is, this is not our tradition. Why don't you come to our home and take meal together with the, the, these disciples? We, in our tradition, this king's traditions, Generations, we have never done such things. We have never begged like this. So this is sort of insulting. So please come to our home and take me. Then the Buddha said, King, that is your tradition. That is the king's tradition. But this is the Buddha's tradition. This is how the, how the Buddhas, even in the past, the Buddhas did the same thing. So they are then the king came there and the king respected the Buddha. The, he bent and he, uh, when the, he respected the Buddha, Buddha said, Uttitte, rice, nappamajjaya, do not be heedless, nappamajjaya. Dhammang sucharitam chari, lead a righteous life. Dhammam sutiritam chari, dhammachari sukhaṁ seti asmin loke paramhita. Dhammachari, he who leads a righteous life, becomes happy here in this world and hereafter. Again, there the Buddha emphasized the need of energy, need of arousing effort, heedfulness. So, this is how the Buddha has emphasized on different occasions, the need of arousing effort, energy, perseverance. Now, let's understand, according to the Eightfold Path, what is right uh, effort? According to the Path, uh, it is fourfold. Right efforts is fourfold. One has to make, one has to make energy, uh, make effort to prevent all unwholesome thoughts which have not yet arisen. That is to prevent unwholesome thoughts which have not yet arisen, but you to prevent, to prevent them. That is the first First uh, effort to be made. One has to make effort to prevent unwholesome thoughts 
which have not yet arisen in mind. That's prevent, not to come. Just like you, you make a make a dam, make a wall, not to come. Prevent it. That's the first thing. The second thing, one has to make an effort to overcome, to abandon whatever the unwholesome thoughts in the mind. The third, one has to make an effort to develop wholesome thoughts. And the fourth, one has to maintain that so wholesome thoughts. Those are the four efforts. Four, these are called four right efforts. When you practice four right efforts, uh, there are four ways, four things to be done. <coughs> this is according to uh, Sangvara Padana Sutta of the Anguttara Nikaya. Anguttara 4, there is a discourse named Sangvara Padana Sutta. Where the Buddha mentioned how to practice these four efforts. What is to be done? Now, the first one is, the Buddha said, Sangvara. Sangvara Padana. One has to make effort. Padana means again effort. Padana. Sangvara Padana. First one is to restrain. Restrain what? Restrain your senses. To restrain your senses, you have to make effort. Without making effort, we don't restrain. We simply gratify senses. When we see things, we cling to things. Or we repulse, repel from things. That is without effort. If we have, if, if we have mindfulness and effort, we try to restrain, we try to control, try to guard our senses, try to curb our senses. So, the Buddha, uh, before this, even I said this, once the Buddha said, Chakuna Sangvaro Sadhu. So good is restrained in the eye. Then, Sadhu Sotena Sangvaro. Good is restrained in the, in the ear. Sadhu Sotena Sangvaro. Ganena Sangvaro Sadhu. Good is restrained in the nose. Ganena Sangvaro Sadhu. Sadhu Juhaya Sangvaro. Good is restrained in the tongue. Good is restrained in the tongue. Sadhu Juhaya Sangvaro. Kayena Sangvaro Sadhu. Good is restrained in the body. Then Manasa Sangvaro Sadhu. Good is restrained in the mind. You see the six senses. These are the six senses. So the Buddha said, restrain. It is good you restrain your senses. When you restrain your senses, you will cut off all defilements. Then you come to the cessation of suffering. Sabbatta sanguto bhikkhu sabbadukha pamuchati. The bhikkhu, the practitioner, the meditator, who restrain from all these places will cease suffering. So, then restrain, that is the first one to practice. The first one to practice is 
Sangvara, Sangvara Pradhana, effort to restrain senses. That is, this is real meditation. This, this is way. First, one has to restrain senses. Then, second one, uh, Pahana Padana. Pahana Padana is abandoned. One has to abandon. What is to be abandoned? Kama Vitaka, Vyapada Vitaka, Vihinsa Vitaka. Kama Vitaka. Vitaka are thoughts. Vitaka means thought. So, Kama Vitaka means thoughts of sensual desire. This is sensual desire. Sensual desire means desire to gratify these senses. That is Kama Vitaka. Then Vyapada Vitaka. Vyapada is ill will. Ill will means your will is ill. Your will is ill. How your will becomes ill? Because you don't like you 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 don't like to see these things. But others prosperity, others happiness, you don't see that. Others victory, you don't see that. That is therefore you have ill will. Ill will is right. It is the right opposite. It is the antidote of covetousness. What is first when you when you see others' property, others' the prosperity, others' happiness, and other things, any others' uh, property or anything, you have a thought that may it be mine. May it be mine if I have such things. If I were the owner of such things like that, may they be mine. That sort of feeling. You, that is covetousness. You greedily attach to others' thing. That is covetousness. When you have covetousness, it is opposite this that you don't like. That then you sort of uh, ins- uh, inspire. You think that may they be annihilated. May, be, may they be slain. May they be slaughtered like that. Annihilation. Like that. That is what is called uh, ill will. Then this thought, such thought should be abandoned. Vyapada Vitaka. That is called Vyapada Vitaka. Then the third one is Vihinsa Vitaka. Vihinsa means cruelty, violence. You have, if you have any sort of thought, violence thought, cruelty thought, to be abandoned. So that is meditation. And then third one. Third one is uh, Sangvarapadana, Pahanapadana. Third one is Bhavanapadana. Bhavana means development. Bhavana means development. The Buddhist meditation is bhavana. It is the development. Development of what? Development of your mind. 
So when you develop, what is to be developed? Of course, what are to be developed? There are seven things to be developed when you meditate. What are the seven things? First and foremost is mindfulness. Mindfulness is to be developed. And then the second is investigation of Dhamma. Investigation. When you give attention, you have to investigate whether it is to understand what it is. Like now, while you are practicing, you are giving attention, you are observing your breath, observing your six senses, and then you have to investigate what is going on there, what is happening. What do we call this impermanence? What is impermanent? Ah, this is changing. Ah, the Buddha said, what is changing is impermanent. Then, if I grasp this, it is suffering. Like that, you to investigate, that is called investigation of Dhamma. Then, that is to be developed. To develop that, you to investigate, you to do it. When you do it, you develop that ability to see through. Then the third one is energy. Again, effort, energy, virya. Virya is to be developed. Virya is to continue your meditation. Do it more, do it better. You want to develop virya. Then rapture. Rapture. When you, when you have virya, when you have mindfulness, investigation and virya, then there arises rapture and rapture itself is to be developed. When you have rapture, then comes tranquility, pasaddi in, in Pali, pasaddi. Then the next one is concentration. Samadhi. This Samadhi is deep Samadhi. This level is a deep Samadhi. And finally, Upekkad, equanimity. Equanimity. Upekkad. These are the seven, which are called seven factors of enlightenment, which leads you to the attainment of enlightenment. So these are the, to be developed. So when we have this effort to continue our meditation, we come to the, the concentration group, concentration group of the Eightfold Path. You know, in the Eightfold Path there are three groups, Sila, Samadhi, Panya. Concentration group means Samadhi, Samadhi group. You know, Samadhi group, in Samadhi group there are three factors. Right effort, right mindfulness, and right concentration. These three. These three should go together. Without right effort, we cannot develop mindfulness. Without right effort, we cannot develop, cannot come to concentration. So, therefore, these three should go together. To understand these three, how these three should work together, I'll give you a simile. Suppose three boys, they are Buddhist. 
three boys go to a park to play. They go to a park to play. They see a tree full of flowers. But all flowers are on the top of the, the branches, the end of the branches. They want to pick some flowers to offer the Buddha. But they can't reach there. Of the three, one is taller. Mm. So, the, even the tallest person, of the three, the tallest person, one is the tallest, he, he, he himself cannot reach. Then they try to find anything, they can't reach. Another boy, he bends, he bends and he offered his back to climb on the back. And that, this is how the youngsters do. He uh, bends and offers his back to climb on it and reach the flowers. And then he climbs and tries to reach it. But still he is hesitate, he, is, he has fear that he might fall. So then, the, the next one, next boy, the other one, he comes closer and he gives his shoulder. Okay, hold my shoulder. Ah. Now he holds his shoulder and reaches the flowers and picks up flowers to offer the Buddha. So this is the simile. Now, in the simile, the tallest person who reaches the flowers is the concentration. The person who reaches the flowers is the concentration. The person who bends his uh, body and offers his back is the effort. That is right effort. And the person who gives shoulder, his shoulder, is the mindfulness. Without these three, they couldn't come to the, they couldn't reach the flowers. Right? So, concentration is very important. To reach concentration, Effort, without effort, they cannot do anything. So, it is because of effort, uh, the mindfulness and concentration, both come to the perfection. So, this is the simile. So, with this simile, I want to uh, come to the conclusion of this talk tonight. So, let's understand the significance of arousing energy arousing effort to practice, to continue our meditation. Without effort, we cannot continue, we cannot gain uh, good results. Therefore, keep this in your mind and let's continue this meditation. When we continue this meditation, no doubt that we can get the best results within these four days. So, let's practice, continue our meditation. By Practicing this meditation, may we all realize four noble truths and attain ultimate bliss of Nepal. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.